even in the beginning of my recovery, even sometimes now, I was selfish and self-centered and I wasn't worried about no one other. You know, I was selfish and uh, and having kids now is, is, is makes me, you know, you're a selfless man, you know, yeah, it's their, it's their needs above mine. This is the Knocking Doors Down podcast. Your host, Jason Lachance here. I'm a certified recovery coach and addiction recovery and mental health advocate. And Knocking Doors Down, I mean, from addiction to recovery, from adversity to success, we explore it all. And thank you for tuning in and checking it out on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or are you watching on YouTube? Hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're on. And I'm excited for this conversation with my guest, Garrett McLinden. Garrett's an awesome guy and a phenomenal story of overcoming an incredibly adverse and traumatic childhood. Garrett and I dig into so many different things. Three things he's grateful for. What moment led to sobriety? And it was a heck of a process for him. Uh, how did he stop making excuses for his actions and get out of that victim mindset? Also, how did he let go of so much anger? Garrett had so much anger built up throughout his life, resentment for himself, for others. And it's really pretty cool how he's really transformed his life and built an amazing relationship with his children. Also, uh, the payoff is huge when you start doing the right thing. Garrett and I get into that. And if you could do me and my guests a favor, leave a comment, leave a rating, leave a review. If you're on YouTube, hit the thumb up, leave a comment in the comment section because not only do I see it, but my guests do as well. And if you're getting value out of knocking doors down, please continue to help me by sharing with other people that you think will get value out of it. I appreciate you very much. Here's Garrett McClendon. Garrett McClendon, thanks for joining me on Knocking Doors Down. Oh man, I, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, you know, supporting Knocking Doors Down, man. I I love the name first off, so it's a it's an attractive name you got going on right there. So. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, I mean, we all have that door we got to step through, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there, it feels like a couple times I had a, I, I broke down some doors before I walked through them. So, yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes, and sometimes that's a good thing, you know. But uh, yeah. hey, I always like to jump into gratitude. Uh, three things you're grateful for today: uh, my program, um, family, and uh, and solitude. Solitude. You know? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll just it started off yesterday. I went dirt bike riding. And uh, we pulled off. We're in the canyon, and we and we're sitting there on our tailgates of our trucks, man. And and all you hear was a stream running. And I gotta tell you, I sat. There, I must have sat there for an extra five minutes just uh, listening to that stream. You know, stream, man, just being in that moment. You know, that yeah. solitude. Yeah. yeah, I've not heard anyone say that when I always ask gratitude. But damn, you're right. And. I know for me, and you know, getting connected with nature, disconnecting from electronics, mm. and all that was really vital for me in my recovery, especially early on. I mean, I even had one sponsor. He's like, "What's the weather like there?" I said, "I don't know. It's about like 50. And he's like, "Perfect. Take off your socks and shoes and go walk on your grass." I was like, I was like, what? Kiss my ass! I'm not gonna do. It. He's like, go do it, and then tell me how you feel in 15 minutes. And I was like, oh shit, you were right. Uh, that is, uh, I, dude, that is amazing right there. I, I really think that I get so connected into uh, this, you know, and and then life, life, life is always there, and you know, a lot of us really strive and drive on, on stuff that happens in our life that. Um, that just that that moment of of uh, you know resilience or whatever I got right there listening to that stream is uh, no difference than me just being where my feet are at, and I, and I think a lot of times what I do and what I forget, you know, in the day of uh, of everyday life is I, I forget about the moment that I'm in, man. Like and I, and, I, and I'm grateful. Like the thing that really brings me into the moment on a daily day basis, you know, is, is having my young boy. And like he's he like you know hey dad let's go ride my bike, and um, let's go and he's riding, I'm watching him the, the gift of life you know yeah and uh and, and just being in that and it's nothing that money could buy it's nothing about 
it, it doesn't matter if you're in the in the in a in a brutal place or a nice place or or like just right there where you're at being in that moment right there where you're at man right like where my feet are like no worry no no like uh, what i have to do or what i didn't do or what i need to do and and stress about the everyday living you know man just being right where i where my feet are and so a lot of times today and what i really try to do is i like to i like to it and and i and as you talk about gratitude in the mornings and that minute i like to be where my feet are at man and i you know as i do a gratitude list so it's good. I, I really think that's what gratitude lists are about yeah you know? Like you ever had like tell somebody like hey let's do it because we're like oh man I'm I'm worried about my old, this this and this and that and 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 then and, they, and our sponsors tell us you know why don't you go do a gratitude list and you're like <laughs> what that gotta do like she broke up with me man I'm broke I got no job like my car broke down and and man and I and how to switch that brain or that thinking over too because like like it's the switch like the, I think it's like going from like a negative mindset of like whatever things like everything's happening to me to that mindset of everything's happening for me. Oh, I agree. Totally agree. Well, and I think, and I, and I kind of want to touch on, on your history of addiction and really throughout the family here for a few minutes, but I think it's because we're, we've been surviving for so long that it's hard for us to get into a different state of, thriving really i mean i i hate to be cliche but it really is and i don't think that i would have thrived without like you said that switch to gravitating towards positive stuff instead of negative stuff because negativity was such a part of my victimhood mentality to continue to use mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i agree and I, I think a lot of times what it is for us is that is that the old thinking is that is that that you know what you just described that victimhood and that everything's happening to me mentality you know instead of, of and 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 i i I, ne- I never was one to be like oh what about being in this moment but someone told me like well why can't you just be in this moment because i used to be i mean even in my disease and stuff like in addiction like i was so far only the times like maybe I put a needle on my arm or I got really loaded. Like I was in that moment of silence right there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that now, like I to quiet of the mind and um to be in my now is just like that that it's that freedom that we've been searching for for so long, you know? Yeah. Well, if you could uh, I as I asked kind of the cliff notes version of um you know your path to sobriety because you you grew up in the thick of it and i mean in the thick of it mm-hmm. i i absolutely did um like if you would have saw me in the way you know in, in the childhood and the way i i grow you know got raised and grown up like you were like oh he's that's exactly like the footsteps he's going to take right it, 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 addiction and and prison and and um and all that stuff was just like it was just like the next level of like as a kid goes to school and goes to different level different grades like it was just for me like no you know but it wasn't school it was the streets and the different levels of of using and selling and 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 and, and gangs and and then once again once once you get up into that that mess it's like you know my and your disease is like just like you're a slave to it um, mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell you i wasn't one of those ones that went back home and and talk to all the people who love me. So like, uh, as the years progressed, you know, a family and, and anything around me was just further and further and further away. Yeah. Well, and it, it, you know, and you bring up such a good point is there are some people that do have that opportunity of coming back maybe to at least a loved one of sorts, but you didn't really have that. Like, man, you, you, like you said, prison multiple times. And then an aha moment did come for you, though. But what really was that moment? Um, you, you would think that there was lots of moments that maybe for uh, a, a person that would happen. Like uh, I used to think, like I get it, and I, I was, uh, I'll be like, I had 168 traffic tickets. Like I, sometimes I felt like I couldn't get out of the vehicle. You know. That's, <laughs> loaded and i was in this vehicle and i could not get out of it 
and what that led to me like falling asleep behind the wheels and 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 you know just like just totally just you know non shouldn't have been driving and i wrecked my cars in the almost situations that people like probably should have died you know uh, falling asleep at the wheel and and hitting a, a row of parked cars into a house like in into a tree and and like the adrenaline believe from all the drugs that run my system I, I i get out and i take off you know and um i think there was many many times that um god was looking over me in those senses and um one day man um for me is uh real simple man like i, I got a little i went to a treatment you know a couple of them i stayed in one visited a couple you know yeah and, and uh I still decided to get loaded. That's what that's what really, really that's like the the nymph of that. Even after treatment and, and all and that and that saying they talk about like self self knowledge availed us nothing, right? It's only through practical experiences. And it's what it has is like, man, I had a all this knowledge of the way I thought it was supposed to go. And all this stubbornness and all this ego. Man, and I get out and I immediately got loaded again and man it and it and it blew my mind and i tell you i sat there it was it wasn't like i had some phenomenal moment open up it wasn't like uh like god was coming through the clouds and you know putting his finger on me man as uh i deep down inside of me every down everything in my body man like everything everything inside me man i was uh I went for the first time. I I went from a treatment center to jail. I got loaded again, treatment center to jail. I'm sitting there in there in this holding tank, and like um, it's like a moment of clarity, I'd say. And uh, and what it is is I had an open and honest, uh, open and honest relationship with the person who counted the most, and that was me. Mm. and i and i really i think at that moment take the credit for everything like we were talking about for everything that happened in my life was goddamn my fault man that i had nobody else to blame nobody to point a finger at i'm sitting there once again on this concrete bed you know like like literally like I, i'll be real like tonight but man I, I was like i was crying man yeah. like i had tears. like i i wanted to cry but I, it's like the thing like i wanted to cry but i couldn't and tears were streaming down my face man and I wanted to stop living the life I was living. Like I, it wasn't about like, I, I I'll be honest. I wasn't thinking about getting my family back. I wasn't thinking about jobs. I wasn't thinking about material stuff. What I was talking about is that I, I just wish that desire to, to not use, to not, you know, get drunk and loaded, you know, one more time, man. Like I, I was so tired and I, and I knew, and I was honest to myself and I knew, man, like, like, it was a problem in my life, man. And like, I, I made a commitment, man. Like, man, I'm, I'm going to do something different. Mm -hmm. And, um, on March 17th, you know, I arrived at a, at a treatment center and, uh, it, I think in that, in that month's time or 45 days of time, I, I just had right there that, um, that something clicked, man, that, that open and honest, like, like decision making man like 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 it wasn't somebody else making it wasn't like a, a decisions made by circumstances that i ended up into a violation i had a where i had an option of going doing a violation or a drug treatment program and of course i'd be like dude drug treatment program i go in there i i, I do whatever they you know it's just it's prison with women you know whatever it is and uh and i'll tell you what it is is that i, I sat there in that tail with some tears coming down my face and and just like and like just in a moment of powerlessness defeat man and was like i'm and, and told and i was i would i'm done first of all surrender i'm done mm -hmm. and that i would do anything right and that you know and uh and that anything and that surrender man that comes man still to this day it's it's it's, it's i surrender it i turn my will over to it you know like God is way bigger in my like at that moment in my life, like I wasn't like a, a believer in God like I am now. Sure. I don't think I, I don't think anybody who comes into the program is 
is honestly like i mean there is there is i mean i i'm sure there is that people are full-blown into god and 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 then but for for me like that utter defeat man like i didn't have much god at that moment man and that and that path like aa like they talk about aa you know brought me to god and god brought me to aa type thing you know mm -hmm. like like that's what happened man like it, it was like i i stopped like that that desire and that urge, you know, like, you know, it's like getting pulled over and, and, and they could like, you know, you have the right to remain silent, you know, uh. and uh, like I, I couldn't remain silent. You know, like I, I had a right not to remain silent, you know, like, uh, you know, and um, yeah, that that was it. It wasn't, you know, it was very simple, man. It was just that, that open anybody, man, for anybody, man, for anybody I work with. And, 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 and I, I think that's a big deal a turning point in anybody's recovery is when they honestly and 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 dig down deep in this in their self man and they and they and they and they and they make this honest you know they do like this decision with themselves, and they're like man like uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna do something different man and, and i changed yeah. and it's changed and it's work it's, <laughs> it's work yeah knocking doors down by carlos Vieira. now available wherever you get audiobooks I wasn't done partying, and I didn't want the binge to end. I think I knew that when I finally got home, I'd have to face what I had done, and I wasn't ready to do that. Being responsible for my actions wasn't something I was looking forward to. I had abandoned my wife and baby, my family, and my business. I wanted to avoid the shame of returning to what I had left behind. Even though I was not yet going home, I wasn't sure I had enough resources to continue the binge. Click the link in the podcast description to find out more. Well, and I, you bring up that the wonderful part of that acknowledgement. Like for me, mm. for me, I always, I always believed that there was something greater than me, God, what, whatever you want to call it. You know, grew up Catholic and went to Catholic school and that stuff. But it wasn't until I really got into the rooms of AA and then my last sponsor um, who really helped me see that, yeah, you acknowledge that there's a God, but understand he loves and has a purpose for you. That yeah. I didn't believe. And for me, I've, I've got chills right now. I can't see it. I got a sweatshirt on. That was the change. Like, oh my gosh, like all of this stuff, all the sin and the, you know, the shame and guilt and remorse, all of it. Yeah. It's like, that was the, whoa. And when I acknowledged that, there was no more excuses to be able to go back to, to continue my ways. Mm. And I, yeah. it, it sounds like very much, very yeah. in line. Very. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went, you know, uh, there was lots of times when, uh, you know, and, 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 and when I was out there living a life, I was living, say in prison or out there, you know, uh, running a dope house to dope house or in my disease and, and doing all this stuff that, uh, that I, I would say prayers, you know, and, uh, and, um, I remember, uh, I remember in prison, man, and, and, and a riot, you know, I knew a riot was about to happen. And I, and I knew that at those times, like, you know, I, I'd reach out to God in those times, man, I, I preach, please, you know, please protect me and these other men here, you know, cause you know, it's, it's like a battle of like a, you know, and um i just know that man like I, I didn't like i saw i had a friend of mine man that um he was so much and so involved and he he was he was one that he had god when he got here you know and like he and uh and i admired that about him you know and i went to church and i met these godly people and i i think what it is is that i you know because I, I came in through uh uh na you know, I, I call myself by steps rule. I came in through <laughs> NA. You know, just, just because, you know, like, hey, you know, NAAA, I don't know. Like, if, if like I, I, I questioned myself. Like, I, I felt like I was cheating on the other program in this relationship I have, you know, like I <laughs> felt like dirty inside the rooms. I, it was, you know, yeah. but I, I'm by steps rule. I'll take, you know, NA and AA, it doesn't matter. I, I practice both, I do both, right? And uh, I just identify at whatever meeting I'm at. I identify at that meeting, and um, I remember, uh, like God, God, you know, for us, man, is um, 
It's like I, I could see God working in all these other people's lives around me. You know? And someone, my sponsor said, he's like, but uh, but how come you can't see God working in yours? Mm-hmm. You know? And um and that perception, you know, that 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 perception, you know, you know, is that I thought I thought I'd done so much bad stuff and so much, you know, dirt, remorse, shame, guilt that lives inside of us, man, that I thought that I was unlovable as a, you know, as a, as a child of God, you know, and, um, you know, as we get through here and we, and we do those fourth and fifth steps and we put that stuff on paper and we get to that, that forgiving ourselves and the people around us. Like I, you know, like I, I learned, you know, that, 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 um, I, I am one of God's kids, you know, and that, um, and that I help God's kids, you know, and we're all on the level, you know, and, and, and I put this work in, this is the thing is like, I, I, I work on bettering myself on a daily basis, man. So I could better help people when they get, when they get placed at my feet, because I can't, like they said, and it goes in here, that self-knowledge availed us nothing and the self-knowledge, right. The stuff I learned here in the program of what helps man is, uh, is what I, I, I elaborate on and I, and I, and I, and I, I just, I'm just like a sponge, you know, like I, I, I want it, but what really holds the depth and weight right here is the actual stuff that I walked through mm. and that we do, man. Like yeah. I, I, I'll use an example, you know, like my, 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 my dad passed away and, um, and like I, I had all this, like, and you, and I was really golly at this point, eight years of, of just, embedded and and to the you know to just as i am today embedded you know into this program and to and to you know by this time like i i i I trust god i got a relationship with god and and god's working in my life you know and when when it's all good it's all good like it's like you know god's got me you know but then it's my turn See, it came around in that band so all that work and all those prayers and all that stuff that I, maybe I was in work I was putting in with, with other people finding their God that I really got to see God work in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this is a miracle. But when we talk about, you know, uh, the solutions, like my my only solution when I came in here was to drink and use no matter what. When my dad died and I got that call that morning, man, it was a, it was a godsend that I was I was just coming out of a meeting, you know. And someone else was there and we went to breakfast and they immediately saw it on my face. What's wrong, man? Like I, I couldn't, it felt like I couldn't talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I talked about it, told him what happened, like, man. Cause it was just an instance. Like your my dad was gone, man. And I, and I felt it with every fiber of my body, man. But see, I'm my mama's boy. I'm a mama's boy at heart, man. I was born and raised with my mom, like through thick and thin, through every single thing. Like my my bloodline and my mom's that's that's the one, you know, right? Yeah. Right. And and less than a year later, my mom passes away. Just just out of the blue. I'm gonna tell you, man, that like as much as I am a pillar and I and I, and, I, and surrounded, you know, like like I, I really, you know, like like God, man. He, he 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 showed me man he didn't show me in like gifts of of material things he showed me man is that i didn't feel this is this is how this is how i relate to it man and then both those times not once man did i think about putting a drink drug or hit inside my system not once as much see that's when they get to that emotional sobriety it was it was it was not once did i right have a thought man of, of how of how i can of how i could run away this is the thing it's, it's run away from the emotions and the pain and everything i was feeling man this is what it did man is that and, and that talking about being in the now like i had a, like i really like like got into the now and i was able to walk man step by step and feel all these emotions man that a person like me and maybe you and maybe countless others man is 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 like we we, I don't, I don't feel I'm, I'm a, I'm not a feeler and I, I and right. I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a two types of filler, good and bad. That's mm-hmm. it, dude. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm more so, and I was more so on the good man. And I had a, 
and I, and I really think, man, like all that work on the on the emotional sobriety that we get here by like like once you get through the steps and you start experiencing stuff, and you start realizing like the pain and like the and their and your head houses, you know, the itty bitty head committee, and I'm man, not once, dude, did I think about taking a drink, hit or fix, and this and this and it goes deeper, man. Cause this is how I'm grand. This is what the work happens. Like when you get the work in here, yeah. this, is, this is what happens. Cause I was, I had some people holding me up as a pillar, right? They were just, it was just like a, if you could get like a, a post in the middle of the desert with like four other guys holding it up, like that was like a, like, you know, I could see like some statue like that. And what it was is I had guys that were, that I hold, that I thought would hold me, holding me up, but this is it, man. Not only did I not, think about taking a drink hit or fix do not it, it never crossed my mind right i thought about two things dude I, I thought about um how i could best help right to get out of me man this this is it man i to get out of me how can i best help like my family my sisters my my dad like you know and i i had a really I didn't have such a good relationship with my dad and that side of the family because I was gone in prison and drugs and addiction for, for 20 years, dude. So like, I, like, I didn't really have like, like, a, you know, like I did with my mom, but like, like my, but I was, I was present. Mm -hmm. I was accountable. And it wasn't so much about this, like, Oh, my dad died. Oh, well, it was like, what could I do? And I tell you when I, and when my mom died, it was the same thing, man, is, is how can I best, you know, be of service to that man. And I didn't run and hide. I still went on like they were like, hey, I, I still was helping. I was still helping people without them and, and without them even knowing what I was going through. Right. Because even though I'm crushed in the inside of of, of, of emotional, like and, I, and I'm and like, I'm, I'm like literally crushed for months. Do not. I'm not talking like a week or two. Like I was crushed, dude, mm. like like crushed, man. And, and it go in the spurts and I go out there and, and I helped. And I helped, man, and I helped, and I hung on to my commitments, and I hung on to this book, and I hung on to, like, helping others. And man, it just, just, you know, you get through it, man. You get yeah. through it. That's God, man. That's yeah. that, that's the miraculous thing is God. People are like, oh, God, bless me with the house and this car and all. Ain't nothing about that, dude. <laughs> yeah. I walk I walked through the most impossible thing ever, man. That grief and that with my parents, dude. It was so, dude. Like, like I, I, there was. I was. I'd be on my motorcycle going from here to my dad's house, man, to to do some stuff, man, and I and and or going to see my mom, man. Like, I'd be riding real fast through the through the canyon and stuff, you know, and just like tears coming, you know, tears. Like, like, like you're allowed to cry as a man. You're allowed to express these emotions. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you know. But I, I had to like, I had to allow myself to to cry and 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 to really and to really, uh, you know, um, I can't think of the word, but like I had to really like uh, think, you know, and 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 let the you know the grieve, you yeah. know, the grieve these these people and and that's, and and you know what's really good to you, man is that I did this work here in the program and I, I made those amends and I got right, you know, with the path of God and I, and I got right in their lives you know, and accountable. And like, I started doing stuff, man. And it's, it just became dude, like, like that, like all that footwork I was putting in, dude, I just paid off, man. And I was next day, you know, you know, yeah. I, just, I never, I never stopped. Have you dug into the archives of past knocking doors down podcast episodes? The Knocking Doors Down podcast archive is available to you for free. Check it out. Here's a snippet from when Charlie Sheen was on the podcast. AA is not the best place for um, for, <laughs> for a famous atheist. Uh, <laughs> just, I kept looking for that f***ing chapter. <laughs> what, you know? So, yeah, um, but it's not a one-size-fits-all, sure, you yeah. know? It's, li it's like saying that we all think the same, like our brains are built the same. They're just not. Right. Yeah. There's, there's such uniqueness involved. 
Check out this episode and so many more in the Knockin' Doors Down archive. So please hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're listening on. If it's Apple Podcast, subscribe, leave a rating and a review. And on Spotify, please leave a five-star rating for Knockin' Doors Down. And if you're getting value out of Knockin' Doors Down, please do me a favor, share with someone else. I continue to see an uptick in listenership, and I know that's because you are sharing with other people. Thank you for sharing not only A, that it is so valuable for men to understand we can be vulnerable. It is important to feel these emotions and process them. But I think it's a really huge example of when we talk about it's spiritual progress, not spiritual perfection. But Mm. part of that is you got to keep showing up. Yeah. You got to keep doing the work. And like you said, keeping those commitments that like really, you know, I don't know if you saw me sit back when you said that, because I was like, yeah, that's the one thing that people have told me, like, you don't flake out anymore. You say something, you do it, you show up, you suit up and boot up, you know, so to speak. And that's such a huge part, I think, of that emotional maturing too, in our evolution is that it's, it's this thing that we're all a part of. There's moments it's about us, but in the grand scheme, it's not about us. Yeah. Yeah. In the grand scheme, I think we're the, we're, we're this little piece, you know, in the grand scheme of things, dude. And, uh, and I, I love, I don't go around preaching God and like, I, I go around as a living example of God's work, you know, yeah. that's it, man. I, I'm not here. Like if I, I do, I, I'm not a, a regular attendee at church and stuff like that and all that. I do. I go, absolutely. I do, you know? Mm-hmm. all the time no but um but i actually am, am a child of god yeah. you know um well and if somebody asks then i tell them yeah well, if they ask like, <laughs> you've yeah. opened the door go ahead okay yeah. here you go i'm gonna tell you about it uh well you mentioned you you know you're you seeing your son uh out riding his bike and being in that beautiful moment um how many kids do you have is it two three three three, three. Kids. to yeah. uh Two boys, one daughter, right? The oldest daughter? Yep, correct. Oh. And, <laughs> and so, I, go ahead. It's the beautiful thing. Uh, uh, as you get older and, and the simplicity of life, I, I really find that having kids and family is more of my drawing. And like, that's like what I, I, I'm drawn to, you know? And um, it's just, it's, it's, uh, I was so blind for so many years. What it, this is what it was for so many years. What it was is I was selfish and self-centered. Even in the beginning of my recovery, even sometimes now, I was selfish and self-centered, and I wasn't worried about no one other. You know, I was selfish, and uh, and having kids now is, is is makes me. You know, you're a selfless man. You know, yeah, it's their it's their needs above mine mm-hmm. every single time, and um, it. You know, I, I that relationship with that that little girl, my daughter. I, I love you know I, I love her dearly every single day like she makes me proud on a on a on a bigger scale than anything in my life man you know of of, of the goals and everything she's achieving as you know as she's you know in college now and, wow. and it just and yeah it just blows your mind you know and uh, I, I I've been present in her life for the past eleven you know and uh and uh man I I, I can't man I like speaking about those kids like I I destroy my daughters you know like I I was I remember in in my disease like I I wasn't a, a father I was a I was, uh, do, I was, you know, drug dealing and, uh, and, and, you know, with my daughter in the car, I was, I was, you know, in a, in a constant void of where I could leave her and what I could do with her, you know, as long as, you know, and, and this is the thing and the, and the, and the self, you know, and the addict, I you know, it's, it's better. She don't see me like this, you know, or is, you know, whatever I could do, whatever that is, you know, for an, what it is, is another alcohol an alcoholic just pushing another person away from me. And I'll tell you this, this is, this is a hard moment, man. I remember my mom, God bless dude. And I don't know how she even made it happen, but uh, she came down to the County jail to visit me and she brought my daughter. Hmm. My daughter must've been five or six. You know, I don't, I don't know, but daughter was young, probably about you know close to my son's age now. And, uh, I remember sitting down and looking at that little visiting window and, uh, and, and, and how, uh, to that day, man, I remember, I remember being right there and how angry and frustrated 
and fearful and I and mad I got for her seeing me like that. This is the profound thing. What she told me too is is even more like I I, I felt like just like like uh, you know anxiety. Like what are you doing here, right? Like what are you doing here, right? And um, I I talked to my daughter. And, my, and this is what my profound thing that a, a person says, man. She says, uh, you know, because I, I was, you know, self, self-acceptance is something you learn here in the program and, and all that stuff. And I and uh, I wasn't one on loving. I was I was destroying myself every single time. And what I thought that was is I thought that was love. And here it is, is my daughter sitting there on that and I'm talking to her and hand on the window on the glass. She's in this, she's in this, you know, she's in this little window. She's, you know, sitting there and. What my mom says is this, man, and, she, and, and this is that this little girl right here loves you no matter what. Mm. And like, and I, I'm gonna tell you, man, for it took me like I didn't like. What do you mean, like? Oh, okay, right, okay. I I, I did not know what that meant, man. All right, I did not know what that meant till years later. That she loves me no matter what, no matter the choices or mistakes or or me and my disease, man. Like that, you know what? We know what that little girl wanted. She just wanted maybe me to take her to the park or hold her hand or just to be present in her life. And I was so selfish and so self-centered, man. I couldn't do that. Right. That's, you know, that's, that's like, right. How do you, how do you forgive that, man? Like how, how could you, man? And to this, but to this day, my number one, like, like uh, that, our, that relationship, that love is stronger than any, anything, man. She, she taught me, man. I, I tell you, we learn a lot through, about loving ourselves and I'm, I'm gonna tell you who taught me a lot about love was that little girl man hmm. as i got sober and i started spending more time and i and i started just showing and, and lo- no matter what right no matter what goes to the program and then it starts going into aspects of your life and i showed up no matter what no matter what and no matter what man right or wrong doesn't matter to this day i'm gonna tell you man what she teaches me and she teaches me love man and and, and what it happens is that i was out there destroying myself right I was out there like I I I was I was so far about I didn't love I was in manipulation I I didn't care about relationships I knew I was going to get busted again so why bother let's just keep myself numb you know like let's just let's just keep this thing going man and um a little girl man I I tell you and she uh and she loves me no matter what right and I and I and I'm you know just as we love them no matter what dude yeah yeah Deep, yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. As a father of a daughter, I understand, mm. and I, and and a son, and I love them. But it's different. There, there really is. There's a, there's something different about a father daughter relationship. That's for wow. sure. Oh goodness. How did you start to do the work of? I don't get to talk with too many other men about really forgiveness, not just forgiveness of self, but a part of that, that healing and stepping out of victimhood, the mm. forgiveness of, of the past. You know, I, I had someone ask me the other day, it's a while one, you know, bring this up, you know, I, like you seem so at ease with your childhood and everything. I'm like, yeah, I am. I, I, I adore my father who was, you know, an addict in my childhood and has been clean for a long period of time. I love my dad, you know, because I I also look in the mirror and I love and like myself. Well, I had two people that I adore that created me. I'm not going to resent them because I'm going to resent a part of myself forever then, you know. Um, How did you do that work or was it really a conscious thing? Were you ever like really angry with your folks or, you know, or is it more just yourself? I don't think that... um um as you know what if you would have asked me that in my disease uh i i had the victim card right i was Mm. mad i was angry right because i could take this small little thing and i would and i would say that's the reason dad the reason why you know you never came to one of my baseball games but but this is the thing man see i think about this now like i I think about like i had a baseball game but i do have a conscious memory of looking over and seeing my dad at one of those games right Mm. i one right i'll tell you uh, i thought man like uh like i i thought like oh uh, i was in prison and i know and, and i and i sent you these letters you know you know and you know the come on the, the letters a guy like me sends to you from prison you know 
please forgive me. You know, I'm sorry for everything. Like, you know, we can get into some depth on a letter that means that absolutely carries no depth and weight that has no value, right? Because, you know, it's not the first, maybe the second, the third. Like, I'm writing these letters, a full on, just putting my heart out because I'm full of emotions because I'm I'm sitting there in the penitentiary locked in a, in a birdcage for 23 and a half hours a day. Like, I'm all right, you know? And I remember getting that letter back and she's like, man, like pretty much that, that doesn't mean nothing. And, and so what happens is I get resentful, right? Because mm-hmm. she, you know, and at the time I couldn't see, but she wasn't right. What she, you know, I'm, I'm resentful because they're not believing my ma- manipulation, right? They're not believing in all this stuff that I like, like all of a sudden I'm going to get arrested. This maybe say the eighth or ninth time now on my, on my fifth prison term, you know, like uh, here I am getting arrested again. And, uh, and, and, and they keep on hearing how I'm going to change and it's going to be different. And, 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 and as much as I, and the thing is, is that I, I believe it, right. I believe that like, like, like in that mindset when I'm, 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 you know, by this time I'm like 90 days, five months, who knows, uh, uh, six months by the time you made to a main line, I'm in the cell, I'm in a, you know, and, uh, and like, I honestly believe that my, my intentions in that moment is sitting in that cell clean and sober when I'm writing these letters. That is my intention. Right. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I walk out, man, all that changes because I, I, I did nothing. I did nothing, but all I did, all I did was not only did I get you know arrested and, and go to the penitentiary, but my disease did too. And I get out and I get loaded and I forget about all that stuff. I, and I go right down the same route, man. And I, I'll tell you that as, as uh, you know, uh, what happened, dude, is uh, I really think that, um, man, it's it's hard to say with that family and those letters and the forgiving is that um, I was working with another alcoholic, right? And um, we do a lot of work on ourselves to get here. I did a lot of work. You know, I came in, I, I'm, I'm doing all these, I'm in a treatment center doing all these groups. I'm talking about my feelings. I'm talking about my emotions. I'm, 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 I'm transparent all the way down to my core, right? I got nothing to hide. Right. And then I, then I mask everything up with laughter and, and all this stuff. Right. And in, in, in my life. Right. And, um, it wasn't, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't forgive myself. Like, uh, immediately right i didn't forgive them and all this stuff is that uh after 20 years of not seeing my dad and my father and him coming to that treatment center and i gave him that hug for the very first time i, I tell you there's something happened right there just mm-hmm. in that hug I saw him, right mm-hmm. i saw him and this is uh and all those letters that i wrote and all that that wheelbarrow i took that you know and i and, and, and is this a whole bunch of stuff like it all didn't matter it didn't matter, man. Right? We all got to come to a new starting point in our in our lives of of, uh, of stuff, and 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 they talk about like letting go of all this old all this stuff. What it is is I had a I came to a point where everything that was inside of me, all this all this fear, all this frustration, all this all this all this you know all that negativity and all this stuff that was holding it back, man. And that uh, and I, I, all that stuff went to the side, man. As I start doing the step work, right. It all, it all started disappearing, right? And I started, and, I, and and this is the value, man. Like as we as we get this sponsor and we create a relationship with him, I think at the same time, what it's doing is create, we're creating a we're we're getting a solid foundation of a relationship with another person, right? And it's showing us, and it's not just showing us like how to live. It, I mean, it is like the how it's living, like in a in a in a in a in a way of a big book living. It's like it's. For a person like me, man, it was showing me how to treat another person, how to be accountable to another person, right? <clears throat> how to like it not, you know, you start talking to your sponsor thinking, I, I thought I was a rare case of like, you know, I was, <laughs> right. I was the only, you know, guy in the world who did drugs like me, the traffic tickets, like I was unique, right? And I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not unique in any way, right? But um Somewhere along the lines of that relationship I got with my sponsor, it, it somehow it really, really worked out. Of uh, like it, it cleared stuff out of the way, and and it and it and it and it and it, and it, and it, it just made a connection into a life, right? A, a connection with another person, right? And then as I as I 
got my relationship with my dad, as we talked about earlier, like my, my word meant something just mm-hmm. like it did. Right? Just like it did with my, my, my sponsor, Elvis, right? like it, it, my word meant something. And that carried into my that relationship with my dad. Like my word meant something like it, no matter what, like I you know what I don't like to do is I don't like to call somebody and tell them it's like, I, I, don't, I don't have no more excuses. Like I, if I tell, like, I, I don't like do that. Like, I don't, I don't want to have to call somebody and be like, I'm not showing up because for, for so many years of my life, what did I do? I'm, I called you up with an excuse about how I couldn't make it. And so now I make it to, to where something happens in life. Like I, I'm not making, I don't like making those calls. Right. We have to at times, but I don't like making those calls, dude. And um, the third step, man, making that just turn my life, my life and my will over to a care of God as I understand him. Right. Until I sat there on the on the floor of a, you know, of my my sponsor's house. I'm doing this third step prayer with another man. That, and I'm going to talk about uncomfortableness. I'm talking about like a guy like me, like what would you like pray with another man inside? Of, like this is weird. Like it like but it it sort of like takes your ego and deflates you and it and it takes all this stuff and it pushes it to the side. And something happens, dude. And, it, and something happens and, and something keeps on happening. It keeps on happening, man. And and and, and we talk about how much we hated ourselves. You know, it really helped with all mm. this, all this stuff that what really helped me? Service work. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Service. Service. Mm-hmm. Service. To this day, man, you know, really what really, really like 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 I run into people, man, they're still mis- like they like what are you are you doing service, man? You no, know I like doing I like I like feeding the homeless. I like prepping all the food and going out and finding homeless people and and, and and suiting their needs. I like taking a group of men that and a group of people and, and, and taking them with me. I like I like to best serve thee in every which way possible. And I don't care program or non-program. I like to I like to volunteer and put myself into service. Mm-hmm. Right. Something happens, man, when they like for me, like uh, being a, a selfish person as I am, you know. As I come in here and I'm I'm selfish and selfish and everything is and and to be able to do that thing, man, like to be in the service, to be in the service to help another alcoholic man to best get out of my own way. Cause my favorite thing is like Garrett likes to be in his way. And we talk about love. Garrett, Garrett was in the way of blocking all this. Garrett yeah. was in the way. Here we are in love. Like we want to talk about love. Like I wasn't looking for love. I don't want love. Like I'm cool with love. Like I I do nothing. Like I like I, I'm an unlove. I'd be like, I'm unlovable, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I was selfish and self-centered, and I always put and I always put my needs above every and everybody, you know, everybody else around me, right? And you come in here, and the more you come here, and you do this, and you do the twelve steps, and you and I'm talking about do it. I'm not talking about just coming in here and 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 doing a one step every forty five days, you know, meet your sponsor only when you got a problem, you know, having a not really having a home group, you know, like that people know your face. You know, not having a service commitment. I think all that stuff is vital early in your recovery. And I think all that stuff is really what what holds it together. Like it, it separates the people. Like I didn't come here to be miserable, miserable like I, I have been. I didn't come here to be closed off from another human being to love me and to be able to, you know, I, I didn't come here to, to for all this stuff to just be the same old person I was on the streets. Just not that now I'm in the program and I'm, I'm not just drinking and using, but I'm still doing all that same stuff. No, I came here because change is what is what it is i came here because i want to grow and i want to and, and effectively right to help other people mm-hmm. and i find that the more i'm in the service and helping other people man right like the more this opens i don't know like they talk about this channel this this flow of life right like this this like they, they talk about don't push the river all right you can't push the river like you got to flow with it right and like if, if you're in the river and you stood up like i i stopped standing up in the river man i stop i i i'm i go with the flow like you know and sometimes you you're going off waterfalls sometimes the water is real still sometimes the water is going fast sometimes you know it's a beautiful view sometimes it's not you know and, and what happens is i i stop forcing it man yeah. like if, if i don't i don't i i don't I don't play like I'm, I'm, I'm the, the, the ebbs and flows of life, man, is what happens for me here is because, you know, like if, if I'm God's child and I'm doing God's work and, 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 I, and I come into recovery, like if my life was dying and, and my life was so wrong, man, man I know I had to you know what I had to do. I had to ask for help, mm-hmm. man. I had to go to my sponsor's house and do a third step prayer on my knees over a table. And we're both like seven foot, you know, so like, <laughs> uncomfortable situation, you know, like. <laughs> And I just say, man, and like the, the more I started doing all the stuff I didn't want to do, 
the more that a new bee came to, you know, came across and started developing, like, I, like it's all I could do is, is all I could do is like, and the, I, I, I don't know what works. Like, I don't know, like, I can't be like one, I cannot put my finger on one particular thing around here. I just know that if, if you're as selfish as I was, man, you might want to trade it. You might want to try to get in the service work mm-hmm. because I, because it's there's that's one thing that will get you out of you, right? The mm-hmm. opportunity to, to to help people, help people, help people every single day of the week, man. Like it's it's is is it fun? Not all the time. Is it like it is is it is going to cost you some money sometimes? Man, probably it, it is one hundred percent. You know, the gratis the gratifying results, dude. The gratitude you get, man. Uh, first of all, you can't tell nobody, right? Second of all, like that, like, you know, we talking about those moments, those moments, like being where my feet are at mm-hmm. the moment of gratitude, right. I'm having a bad day. And I remember, man, like, damn, man, I, I helped that person that one day. Right. You know, what's a real, you know, what's a real good thing for me today, dude, is this, is this, but this, is, and this is simple and this, is, and anybody could do this, man. You want to start, man. Like, this is what I tell people. I'm like, do you go to the store? They're like, yeah, I, I go to the store. You know, you know, all right, man, this is it, man. So yeah, I find myself that today when I go to the store, I park as close as I can to where you take your cart back, right? Yeah. Target, you know, yeah. Sprouts, wherever I'm at, right? 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 I'm like, do you, when you go to the store, man, that this is just a starting point, man. Do you take the, do you take the cart back? Do you of put course. it in the do you grab an extra one and, you know, like if then a stray, like, cause I go to some stores like, a, and I find myself, I, sometimes <laughs> I walked all the way over, right? Like, you know, and it's cold out, it's raining, whatever it is. Like, you know, you know, you're just like in, in your sandals. I'm not dressed, you know, to, to do all this stuff, man. But like, uh, I find, I find great pleasure in knowing that I took that cart back, dude. Yeah. Right. Right. That's 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 the simplicity of it. Like I I find gratitude, man. Like, like you know, and I and I know what and it was, man. The other day where I saw, man, I, I saw another person doing it, and it, and it felt good, man. I'm like, you know what? That's a good person right there. Yeah, that's a good person right there, dude. Like, like if if you're that person, man, that like you're a good person, dude. Like it doesn't matter, man. Good yeah. people, what they do, they take the cart back, yep, to the to where it belongs, dude. I think you know? it's that example uh, too of, of I was talking with a newcomer the other day at uh, last Friday at Celebrate Recovery, and he was asking me what I meant when in 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 my share I said you know I had to realize the way I do one thing is the way I do everything, and mm. I think the returning the cart is that, mm. you know True. it's the it's the the brushing the tw- teeth twice a day, the the, mm. the bathing <laughs> regularly that I used to not do. And it's all those things that, you know, if we're going to slack on the stuff, that's just, that's where the our life's going to lead. Mm. And so I just, you know, I, I aim to not slack or as I'll say, no days off. And some people go, oh, you got to have some sort of break or vacation or whatever. And it's like, no, 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 you're missing the point. Like, if I don't I wake up, say, I thought this day that you went to Cabo. <laughs> no, no, because if I don't wake up, start with gratitude. And, mm. you know, I often go into meditation or prayer and breath work and all that stuff. Like I, I can do that before I even get out of bed. Like mm. how much more lazier could you do these important things for me every day? And so it's, it, it's that how you do one thing is how you do everything. Like, do we always want to return the card? No, but it's the right thing to do because if and I do how- what I want to do, it doesn't go so well. True. And how often, how, how big are the results of the, and the payoff on, on emotionally for the things like that, that, that like returning the cart, man, like helping that person, you know, or, or that, that, the payoff is so big, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, just you know, I just push this cart. You know, I just you know, just leave it right here. I'm in a hurry. Right? How how much are we in a hurry? Or you know, we have to be somewhere. And like you know, and so that man, I, I find great pleasure in gratitude, man, and returning that cart every single. I know where where I'm at. You know, yeah. And if I, better yet, if I can grab an extra one on the way. No, it's helping out, dude. Yeah, because you never know. What if all the uh, handicap spots are 
are taken and that's the closest spot open the store and there's a lady or gentleman that are now going to not be able to park there and have to park further away or something and then it's already a, you know a bit of work for them to get out of their car and to get it you know it's like i think people underestimate how simple it can be holding a mm. door telling someone so thank you have a nice day giving mm. a smile <laughs> like, yeah. like walking by someone just I don't know. So what's uh what's uh what are you up to now? What's Garrett doing now? What's work? What's um yeah Garrett today now is um man, that's a that's a good question. I uh my Garrett now is um I'm a I'm a father, you know, and uh full time dad, which is number one in my life. Um I work, you know, I got a I got a job, I'm a I'm a I'm a superintendent for a, a commercial contractor company. Hmm. I uh, do some pretty really big projects. I um um you know uh sort of got my hands into a place called mindset, you know, uh, recovery. And um and so that keeps you really, really busy, just those two things, you know. And uh <laughs> let me tell you, and um and uh for me is uh I, as much as and busy as I I, I am on the daily and plus I got my own I got a, my own small business as well. So, you know, uh mm. And um, all that stuff is great, and it really is great, you know. And uh, uh, and it and it really, and you know, and like a person like me that maybe came from you know, growing up the way I was, and and, and the lifestyle I was, like uh, moving, you know, fast moving or a uh, high paced or a uh, hustle, you know, out there, uh, you know, um, it, it fits, you know. I I I, I I'm still learning in all that's in all those areas of my life. You know of, of how I can best grow and, and develop and and uh, and and those and and you know and and work and you know and business, you know, and um, but what I do is this, man, is that uh, uh, I still got a commitment. You know, I go to a treatment center once once or twice a month. You know, at the very least once, but I try to make it twice. You know, I am. Um, I go to meetings. I, I share and I speak all you know uh, as much as possible, whenever possible, everywhere. And and uh, I guess number one is I make time for those kids, you know. And what I do when I make I, I make signs is I like to uh, just put my phone away, and so I can just be present in their lives, you know, because uh and and, and that's just like and I and I, I'm a boys boy like so we go out and like I. <laughs> I get dirty, dirty, you know, like I, 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 you know, like the other day I was rolling around with my kid, you know, and like, I look at him and like, he's like his sh one shoe is untied, you know, I don't even think his like shirts matched, you know, you know like his <laughs> pants are dirty. Right. Dude, you know, like, you know, he does not a care in the world. And I, I look at myself, man, like, damn, my shoes untied. Like my, my shit didn't match. Like, <laughs> dirty. Right. You know? And, uh, so what I do is I make sure that uh, as much as uh, as as much as I'm out there and I'm uh, I'm making a life, that I make sure I'm not missing an opportunity of living my life, because I can get so busy out there trying to make a life that I forget to live it, you know, and uh, and and I want to make sure that I was out there for so long trying to make it and make it and make it, man, that I forgot all about living. So I go out and do all the things, you know, one with nature. I just, I went riding. I went dirt bike riding yesterday. I going street bike riding, you know, riding my other bike tomorrow. You know, like I, I go out and I spend time with those people who I, um, who, uh, in the program, as they talk about here is if as a result of taking the 12 steps, what happens is not only get sub, you know, they get sober or they get clean, but sometimes you get best friends out of it. Yeah. And so what ha what happens for me is as a result of them taking these steps and we're doing the work around here, I got some I got some really meaningful friends in my life today in which we go out and we experience life. And uh, for so long, I didn't experience no life. You know, I, uh, you know, I, I wasn't into like I like I, I, I was only in the valley or only like uh, I was in a, a hundred mile radius like it took me, you know took me years to even be on the beach for the first time or anything like that, you know, and, uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I lived today, you know, mm -hmm. so all that stuff, when I, when I sat in my prison cell and I thought, man, like, I'll never be able to do that. Or I hope one day I'll be able to do that. You know, as I'm, 
as I'm look, looking through these magazines and hoping, you know, like just like, you know, uh, that, that I'm absolutely living those dreams. I, I, I was in Hawaii, man. I was in Hawaii. I remember on my cell, my, you know, my cell, I had, there was a, you know, a cliff, palm trees and this hammock on that, you know, inside the cell with the sun, the beautiful sunset, right? You know, and I sit there on that cell and I look at that picture for like, I mean, years, you know, years colored with cool aid you know it's it, it was you know to get all the colors of that of that and I, i'll tell you today man i'm, I'm in those places and i, and I you know and, and i and i get to live that real life sunsets on a cliff overlooking that that same thing and wow. for those for those moments is that that's what i mean about living man like like they people talking about like i i didn't come here to get so busy trying to make a life that i forgot to live I came in here because I want to live a life and, and, and I wake up with that, that freedom from my bondage of self, right? Freedom from a bondage of self, man. Freedom through discipline. That's what I do, man, is, is freedom through discipline. I, I live like a disciplined life, right? Of, uh, of eating, working out, work, you know, balance program and all this stuff, man. But what I am is that as I'm free, man, and I, and I, not in my head, but in my heart. Mm. No, free. I'm free. I'm free, man. Because because what happens is that I came here and I started working the twelve steps and I started working with other people, and and through all those relationships and all this stuff, man, it, it, it cleared all that stuff out of the way. And I thought, man, like how how is it I could love all these other people, but I can't be loved? And so I, you know, I allow myself to be loved today by other people. You know. Yes, sir. Yeah. Amen to that one. Well, hey, if you want to get in touch with Garrett, I got. Uh, yeah, I'll put your uh, link there in the podcast description. Uh, reach please, out on social media. Follow, yeah, please follow me on Instagram. You know, uh, yeah. please uh, come check out Knocking Doors Down. You know, <laughs> hit me up uh, on social media if you have a podcast or something like that. And you need to come here to speak, please. You know, yeah, let me. I need to um, hit you up when there's some good uh, recovery conferences and we need to come up and meet up again in person. So we'll we'll have to figure that out. We'll keep in touch. I think I got your cell now. But, uh, hey, random questions, all right? These are fun. Just to have it. a good time with it. Uh, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? A superpower, man. If I could have a I, – I, you know, I, I guess if I could have a superpower – I'd be a fucking hard question, you know. <laughs> I think I, I think that I would I would want one to where uh, I never age, and I'd okay. be for life, so I can live so I can just live, you know. And uh, the, if I had a be, you know, something like that, I'd be the silver silver surfer, so I can just surf all day long. Everywhere <laughs> I can. Right, that's no one said that before. That's pretty dope. Um, last song you listened to on purpose that you purposely put on and played, man. Uh, wondering why, and um, I mean, wondering why. I'm gonna I'm tell you right now. Hold on one second. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's the it's the red clay strays. Okay, and uh, moment of truth, man. I'm gonna tell you, there's that's uh, there's lots of songs, but uh, I'm gonna tell you that song right there. It, I, I I must listen to it, and I don't know why. Something about the it's just that song for me right now. Yeah. You know, yeah, I go through that. I had a big around my spiritual awakening, and it was. Uh, Christian uh, rock singer Jeremy Camp, and normally his stuff is not harder and heavier, but it was the song Take My Life, which has a real just like kind of because I love hard rock and heavy metal. And I was like, whoa. And that song still, when it comes in my playlist, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Did you get that thing? Did you get the update of like how many, like what songs you listen to the most for like 2023? Oh, you the know? rap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there was some some stuff. I was like, God, I realized that my my youngest had gotten a hold of it because it was a lot of classical. Loves classical, and I was like, "What, Dmitri Shostakovich? When did I put? Oh yeah, okay, that wasn't me, right? Okay. Uh, let's see, what's another fun one? Oh, how about this? Um, 
you write a book about yourself or whatever, it gets licensed as a movie or a TV show, who would you want to play you? Adult you. Adult me? Yeah. Um, Which is tough because you're what, like 6'8"? I'm 6'7". Yeah, uh, you're a big dude, so... And uh, that's a that's a good question. Who would I want to play me? And um, uh, I mean, I get lots of compliments throughout the days of, of like guys I look like, you know, Lex Luthor, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, the guy, you know, uh, Jason Stratum when he's in the suit and his piece on his back, you know, uh, uh, Patrick Swayze from Point Break back when he was, you know, like you know. Um, but to play me, I, I don't know. You know why? Because I don't think there's a tall enough actor that could play me. Yeah. I can't think <laughs> of one. I can't think yeah. of one. Uh, it didn't dawn on me when I was asking that question. You know, there really isn't probably anyone of that height and stature. But, oh, well. Um, all right. You have, uh, you're stranded on a deserted island. You have one music artist's greatest hits and one movie with you. What are they? Uh, Pulp Fiction for the movie. Oh. I love that movie over and over again. And the greatest hits album? Yeah. With Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's, yeah. You ever seen them live? I've seen them live plenty of times, oh, yeah. I yeah. absolutely, that greatest hits album is this. That's it. Yeah, that's good stuff. Hey, this is your Jerry Springer moment with the final thoughts. Um, just to, you know, it can be short too. Anything that you just might want to lend to either someone struggling, maybe they have a loved one that's struggling that you would want to, uh, yeah, that's worked for you, that's helped you, keeps you going. This is what, man, this is what it is, man. It's uh, If we have not changed, we cannot be used to change others. To keep this program, we must pass it on to others. We cannot hoard it for ourselves. We may lose it unless we give it away. It cannot flow into us and stop. It must continue to flow into us as it flows out to others. You know, and so what I say is this: that um, I hope that the uh, for me, you know, <clears throat> as I hope that that it just doesn't stop inside you, and that you continue to let it flow through you, because the program is made to flow through us, you know, and. Uh, that like in the and the and the life in the, in the stream of life, you know, I just like that. I like how it flows through me to to better help somebody else. Yes, sir. Hey, Garrett, thanks, man. This has been man, a pleasure. Thank you, thank you Jason. You're much, welcome. The little glitch of the the internet there. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, remember, no outside solutions to inside problems, and keep knocking doors down. <laughs>